It's uh, Monday morning, back in the saddle. Let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It is Rough Greens. Uno is a completely different dog. Uh, we've been feeding him Rough Greens now for a year, year and a half. And I'll tell you, there's, it's, there's, nothing, there's nothing I have seen that we've ever done or given to him that has changed him as much as Rough Greens. Uh, Uno was always a good dog, but he wasn't as active um, here two years ago as he is now. He is he's like a puppy again. Get a free bag of Rough Greens. It's not a dog food. It's something you sprinkle on your dog's food. Just to try it out, get a free bag. It's a little bag and, you know, provide a couple of meals for the dog just to make sure that he'll eat it or she will eat it. Uh, all you pay for is shipping. If they do eat it, then order a full bag of Rough Greens, uh, feed your dog, uh, and sprinkle this on top for the next couple of months. And I, I'm telling you, you'll see a huge difference in your dog, as I have. 833-GLEN-33, 833-GLENN-33. It's roughgreens.com. Are you wearing your mask? Because I definitely am. Aren't you, Stu? I, I wish well, <laughs> if I was a, a very I, uh, a, a bad citizen, I would wear me. a mask. I'm wearing two masks. Right, Glenn. of course we are. I mean, it's a good... I wish we were on TV right now and not radio because you... And make no comment. What you're seeing on Blaze TV is not uh, real. It's a static picture. Anyway, um, we're wearing our mask because, boy, oh, boy... It's the responsible thing to do, and if you don't do it, well, hopefully you don't live in New York. We'll explain next. The Glenn Beck Program. So if you find Hollywood just a little irritating, uh, because uh, if you watch any of these TV shows or anything else, you're like, okay, all right, uh, can't really watch that. No, can't watch that one. Why? Because of language. We've been watching uh, Ted Lasso and I don't want that language. Uh, You know, when we're watching as a family, you're like, okay, 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 okay. And it's really a great show. Really a great show. If you have VidAngel, all you have to do is just tell it, uh, tell the, uh, the algorithm. I don't want this language or I'll hear that word, but I'll only hear, I'll only hear it 50 times or once or not. (laughs) Uh, you control what's coming out of the uh, TV with vidangelbeck.com. Uh, they, they have um, what 2,500 movies, 11,000 TV episodes, and there's a new one added every single week. So you're watching something and, you know, the new episode's coming out. It's coming out on vidangel as well. For only a buck, you can try it for a month. Try it for a month for a dollar. Believe me, VidAngel will make your TV and your movies better. 
All you have to do is go to vidangelbeck.com. That's vidangelbeck.com. Use the promo code one and you'll get a month for only a dollar. That's vidangelbeck.com. Hello, Stu. If that's your real name. Glenn, how are you? I'm pretty good. Good. I'm pretty good. Had a good weekend. Oh, cool. Well, so what's the news is out of control today. And we've got to dive into this. I can't believe this. This country is falling apart. Uh, Really urgent (laughs) things to talk about today. And we Uh got to make sure we we don't. I wish we had. You know, a minute to screw around today, but really, it's it's there's right, too it's much. That coming is out of too the, much. Yeah. You don't want to hear about this weekend. I mean, I, I, yeah. I, I maybe when we're off the air, off. we're broadcasting okay. out of millions right. of people. Okay. I think we should probably right. just get want to the make news. sure I'm clear on that because it was a good good weekend, and you said it wouldn't be. Anyway, uh, I don't know if you've noticed this, but um, the military now has been deployed to enforce the lockdown in Australia. It's a prison country again. I can't imagine the military being dispatched on our shores to make sure that you remain inside. I well, I was going to say, I don't think Americans would put up with it. But yeah, 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 we would. Yeah, we would. Yeah, we would put up with it. I mean, why not? Why not? What, what else? What else? What else could they do to us? You know, here's the thing. We have taught the United States government and those weasels in Washington an awful lot We have taught them that you can spy on us. You can uh, collude with big tech. You can you can uh, break all of the warrant laws. Mm, You can lock us up in our homes. You can destroy our businesses. You can tell us exactly what to do and what not to do, where to eat, where not to eat, when to eat, when we can open up what we have to wear, what we have to put into our bodies. They can tell us anything, and we'll take it. We'll take it. We'll just keep taking it. I they, think they have learned a lot. They have learned a lot. This period, yes. They have learned a lot. And uh, hopefully there are going to be a few states that will stand up now and say, yeah, that was a mistake to teach you that. That was a big mistake to teach you that. Definitely does seem like that's true. Australia is doing such a strange thing, too. Look, if you're a continent... That is an island, right? Right. You can theoretically lock down and really limit the virus spread, I guess. You know, I was just there. mm -hmm. Sydney, the biggest Sydney, the biggest uh, uh, city in Australia is about the size of Pittsburgh. And then it's uh, it's a different world. Hours away of nothing to the next city. Yeah, it's a different world, right? Different, totally different. And like, look, everybody in this audience thinks the lockdowns were were a bad idea. Almost everybody. So I don't need to sell you on that idea. But if you're looking at it in the the most generous way possible, lockdowns should be viewed as basically a panic room right like if someone breaks into your home you go into the panic room it's not a it's not a long-term choice it's not designed to be a long-term choice you know in the first few weeks when we don't have any tests we don't have any treatments we don't know what the heck this virus is correct you could at least make the argument okay maybe there's some reason for some of that stuff but like it's not supposed to be a long-term strategy what australia has done is basically made it into a long-term strategy but at the same time not gone after vaccinations so they're like 12 percent vaccinated and so at some point they're gonna have the same sort of 
rise in cases and that everyone else has faced. They've just delayed it and destroyed their economy at the same time. Well, the good thing is uh, China will be there to help bail them out. Oh, sure. Sure. I'm That's sure they great. will be there. Mm-hmm. By the way, New York is, of course, collapsing and uh, Cuomo knows it. Can we have a little Cuomo music, please? Hey, uh, let me tell you something here. <laughs> we got to get people back. You know, we got to get people back in volume in the places like uh, New York City, <laughs> you know? Oh. So, you know, if you were to see a 15% decline in people coming back to New York City, that'd be a devastating impact on the commercial market. <laughs> we need them coming back. So uh, say to your workforce, by Labor Day, everybody's back in the office. Now, here's the problem. He's saying, hey, everybody come back. It's so great. Here is uh, Bill de Blasio this weekend talking about, oh, how dangerous things are because people are going outside without masks and without being vaccinated. Do you have the power to mandate vaccination in all restaurants like a like a liquor license, like a restaurant can't sell liquor if they don't have a liquor license? Could you do that or the city council? The uh, health department, which in especially an emergency situation like this, has very real powers. Uh, can uh, put out a variety of rules. Just as you said earlier, there was issues with smoking in the past. Any kind of public health issue can be addressed. And we're looking at all those options. But listen, it comes down to something very human. We want people to understand this this is what saves our lives. This is what saves the lives of their loved ones. But we've tried incentives for months and months. We tried being, you know, communicative and open and compassionate and all that was good. But we need something also <laughs> tough at this but. point. Incentives, yes, $100 per person, great deal. Mm-hmm. But we need mandates. So, Bill de Blasio, you come to me today, the day of my daughter's wedding, in Labor Day, and you say, hey, you want me to do you a favor? <laughs> He'll do it. <laughs> He'll do it. He'll absolutely do it. And they have no idea why people are moving out of, I mean, did you see Goldman Sachs? Is please don't do this, Goldman. Sachs. We don't want you. Goldman Sachs is now moving their um, headquarters or splitting their headquarters and moving to Dallas. Goldman Sachs. Wow. Okay. You lose Goldman Sachs and all of these places. The brokers are like, you know, why don't we go down to Florida? You know. Uh. Okay. The the. the the, the amount of people that have are leaving these states like California, like New York, is incredible. I mean, it is incredible. I can't. I mean, you can't function in these states. You know, you you, you try to do business up there. They, it was already a bad place to do business. It was already a bad place to do business in in California. But when you lock down all of the employees and make their lives miserable every single day and continually threaten those businesses from even existing. I mean, people just run. They're literally fleeing. Wouldn't you? I, I mean, would. Yeah, bi- but business, small business, the uh, the most small business closures in the country is in New York City. Thirty one percent went out of business. Mm-hmm. Now, that is the backbone of uh, of an economy. When you lose your small businesses, you lose everything. And I know everybody's like, we got big men. Let's go. Let's uh, help out uh, GE. You don't need to help out GE. Just let the small businesses come back to work. But now we, of course, have to wear masks. And, you know, 
they say that it's it's not confusing at all of you know the mask thing i mean they've they've been very 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 clear about it could we please please play cut nine People should not be walking around with masks. Let me just state for the record that masks are not theater. Wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better. And masks are protective. And we, but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. There has not been any indication that putting a mask on and wearing a mask for a considerable period of time has any deleterious effects. There are unintended consequences. People keep fiddling with the mask and they keep touching their face. And can you get some schmutz sort of staying inside there? Of course. You do not need to wear a mask indoors if, in fact, you've been vaccinated. Good that you're vaccinated, but in a situation where you have people indoors, particularly crowded, you should wear a mask. (laughs) So even if you are vaccinated, you should wear a mask. If, in fact, you are vaccinated, fully vaccinated, you are protected, and you do not need to wear a mask outdoors or indoors. When the children go out into the community, you want them to continue to wear masks. You know, if you look at, at, at children outside, particularly when they're with the family, uh, walking down the street, playing a game or what have you, don't have to wear a mask. The, 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 the pediatric, the Academy of Pediatric, actually makes that recommendation that children should be wearing masks uh, from two years old onward. And you're asking now if your child is a member of your household, can you walk outdoors with your child without a mask? According to that chart, the answer is yes. But the child can't, not to beat it, yeah. beat it to death. Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. Because now okay. the CDC says, I mean, I think I've got this right. One mask is better than zero masks. Two masks is better than one mask. But you don't have to have double masks. Is, is that right? I mean, <laughs> you know, it became clear that cloth coverings that you didn't have to buy in a store that you could make yourself were adequate. And then you want it to fit better. So one of the ways you could do it, if you would like to, is put a cloth mask over, which actually here and here and here, where you could get leakage in, is much better contained. Are you a double masker, Dr. Fauci? Look like you are. (laughs) Okay, so I think that's all very, very clear on exactly what we need to do and the science of masks. Just follow the science. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, Eddie lives in Seattle. Wow. Eddie. Can we raise money for you? Seriously. Eddie lives in Seattle. He writes in about his experience with Relief Factor. He says, about a year ago, I was bent over like an old man. I could barely stand up straight. I had heavy, heavy back pain. I dreaded even going to the mailbox. Well, this went on for months and months. And then I started taking Relief Factor. Within a week, my back pain was completely gone. No more pain. Relief Factor worked for me. Thank you so much for telling me about it. I have to tell you, Eddie, that is, that's miraculous. I'm glad it has worked for you. It doesn't work for everybody, uh, and it doesn't always work like that. Uh, but, Eddie, you're welcome. You're welcome. The same results uh, you might be able to find. 70% of the people who take Relief Factor go on to order more. And they say, and I'm telling you now, if you don't find relief in the first 30 days, Stop taking it. You won't. That's why they give you a three-week trial period. At the end of three weeks, you'll know. 70% of the people who order it go on past the three weeks. They order more month after month. 
Relief Factor, it's not a drug, but developed by doctors. If you want your life back, please just give it a try. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com or call 800-583-84. It's Relief Factor, 800-583-84. 10 seconds, station ID. Things are getting so bad in Australia, but it is good that we have people here in the United States that understand freedom of speech and understand how important it is to have diverse voice, uh, voices. Unfortunately, uh, no one at YouTube or Google seems to be a part of that group. YouTube said yesterday it was barring Sky News Australia. That's like that's like banning Fox News here. They are no longer letting Sky News post anything because of COVID-19 misinformation. It comes after a view of posts op- uploaded by the Rupert Murdoch-owned TV channel. Um, says, we have clear uh, and established COVID-19 medical misinformation policies to prevent the spread of COVID-19 misinformation that could cause real-world harm. That's according to YouTube. With 1.86 million YouTube sub- subscribers, the channel, which is owned by News Corp, has a conservative following well beyond Australia. Its posts, including some questioning whether there is a, cam- a pandemic and the efficacy of the vaccines, are widely shared on social media forums around the world that spread the virus and vaccine misinformation. So now they have been uh, they have been banned. Because they uploaded three days ago a host claiming that lockdowns have failed and are criticizing state authorities for extending their current stay at home orders. They banned them and Google allowed it to happen. Are you seeing what's happening in Cuba? When when the tech giants pick a side and they pick the side of the government, you will be able to oppress and silence those who disagree. This is outrageous that this is happening with Google. That's their policy. That's fine. But Google is editing and silencing dissenting voices when, I'm sorry, the science isn't clear. We didn't know anything a year and a half ago. And so it was important to hear disparate voices. But with this variant, we also don't know. And they're silencing, they're silencing voices on this. Stu, have you heard the argument um, about that the variant is possibly enhanced by the uh, vaccines? Yeah. Yes, I've heard that argument. And you don't buy it? Uh, no, I don't think it's uh, I don't think that has anything to do with it. Let me let me just if, if you haven't heard this, this is cut 15. Dr. Robert Malone. Listen to what he said. What NBC News dropped yesterday was the statement uh, sourced from an unnamed government official that the titers in the vaccinated are actually higher than in the unvaccinated. What does this mean? And why? Why do you suddenly see this kind of frantic scramble? This is precisely what one would see if antibody-dependent enhancement were, was happening. 
What is antibody dependent enhancement? Briefly, it's that the vaccine causes uh, the virus to become more infectious than would happen in the absence of vaccination, would cause the virus to replicate at higher levels than in the absence of infection. This is this is the vaccinologist's worst nightmare. Okay, stop. Uh, it ha- so why don't you buy that? What what do you, what have yours? What has your research said about that? Uh, I mean, I just don't think it's look. You know, Dr. Malone has been on the program. We we're, we like him. He's a nice guy. Um, I, you know, but I, I haven't seen this uh, as we just saw this outbreak in in the UK, for example, mm-hmm. where you know it doesn't seem to have happened. Uh, it doesn't seem to be happening here. I mean, people are having far less. Uh, He's talking about the people who would get the virus or having having more virus to potentially spread to others. However, they're getting it at one tenth the rate. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, even if you do get it, and again, that's just based on one study. Mm-hmm. Uh, the if you look at, I think you know, the entire uh, experience of the UK going through the battle with the Delta variant just weeks ago, where we saw a massive drop off in the rate of death, about ninety three percent. Uh, I, you know, I, I, you know, he, th- it's not to say that what he's saying has no, I mean, I'm not a virologist yeah, by I any means. That. I mean, and I know that Dr. Malone, as, as he would say, is not agreeing with the, you know, lots of other, uh, virologists on this, right? Uh, he, you know, as he, he's kind of taken that, uh, position of saying, Hey, like this is, this is what I believe. And I think it's different than what everyone else believes this is why he's, you know, been an interesting figure through this, right? Um, but, uh, you know, I, I don't think I, but look, we'll see. I, I, you get to this point at some point with some of the stuff is let's just watch it happen. <laughs> like people right. are just going to do what they're going to do and it's going to spread how it's going to spread. And at the end of this, we can all come by at the end. We can all kind of find our own little answer as to why it ended. And that's kind of where this is going to go. So of the Delta variant in Massachusetts, mm-hmm. in a study of Massachusetts, the people yes. who got sick, 74% of the people infected with uh, COVID were fully vaccinated with the variant. The overwhelming amount of people are in the vaccinated group. They're not equal groups. So if you have a hundred people, let's put it this way. If you have a hundred people, all of them are fully vaccinated. What percentage of people are going to be in the hospital that are vaccinated? 100%. They're all going to be vaccinated because all the people are vaccinated. So the group of vaccinated people is much, 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 much larger than the in uh-huh. the group of unvaccinated people. So that's going to be the rate, however, the rate, your chance of going to the hospital is Incredibly much, lower. much higher yeah. if you are unvaccinated. Yeah, it's lower if you are vaccinated. If you are vaccinated, yeah. correct, yeah. Much lower. All right. Back in just a second. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So are you still planning on doing some uh, traveling this summer? It's a good idea to have a plan in place to help protect your personal information online, keeping your devices up to date. It's the latest security patches, uh, changing your passwords, avoid using public Wi-Fi. Those are some of the things you can do to keep your personal information from getting into the wrong hands. Nothing ruins a good vacation like having stolen identity. Now, this is why I would suggest that you get LifeLock. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Every day we put our information at risk on the Internet, and it's what the cybercriminals are counting on. Nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock can help you protect what's yours with LifeLock by Norton. 
Join now and save up to 25% off your first year at lifelock.com. Just use the promo code BECK at 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com. That's 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com. Promo code BECK to save 25%. All right, head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. You save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck Program, and Mr. Pat Gray joins us from Pat Gray Unleashed. Yeah, so how'd the weekend in Park City go with the, the art show? With the art show, yeah. It, uh, it was pretty good. Yeah, it, I mean, it, honestly, just 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 for the audience, we really mm-hmm. do need to get to the news of the day today. It's, it's There's a lot going on, Pat. He I, is. I mean, I was listening I to your show today. What a great yeah. show, Pat Gray Unleashed. It's yeah. available on Blaze is, TV. Right. What uh, in particular where, where, where did you did, like? Uh, right. Where do people download that? Uh, pretty much anywhere. Uh, anywhere. Yeah. anywhere. Wow. It's really interesting. But what I was uh, wondering was how many paintings, Friday, he said people... People would come in and spit on the painting. <laughs> Literally, I really? Yeah. Don't think I said that. Yeah, so that turned I out know to be, you did. Yeah. That was I, inaccurate. Inaccurate. Nobody slightly. spit on yeah. any painting. You no, know, and wow. he said like no one would show up. I may have and... said people should spit on the painting. Right. So I don't know that <laughs> yeah. I said that they would. <laughs> um, and it was all he could talk about last yeah, week. That's all yeah. he could talk about. Now, strangely, well, he doesn't uh, want to hear. I'm That's sorry really if the news is more important <laughs> than your little art show from the weekend, Glenn. I'm sorry. You know, our country right now uh-huh. is on on the edge. Yeah, and you want to talk about your paintings, right? Well, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, is it a big deal it to just, talk about uh, it yeah, for a just couple real quick? He's wasting no, much no, more time. No, more inflation, time. Uh, <laughs> terrorism, uh, pandemic. Let's huh. let's let's spend some time on yeah. you drawing. Okay, so, your, your heightened level. Of I don't know the uh, coloring book. Yeah, all of all, you know all of my proceeds uh, going to uh, Mercury One. Wait for uh, what? I don't. What for? What like? What are they? What are, is there any? Is there any important issue that maybe we should talk about? Like, like yeah, the I loss know, of the slave, the global sex slavery. Yeah, uh, maybe the loss. murdering of uh, Christians around the globe. But maybe we could spend some time on that All instead right. of your stupid paintings. Anyway, anyway, I don't have the final number, but it's about two hundred two hundred fifty thousand dollars raised this weekend. Really, just just Saturday. That's fantastic. Uh, for that. Yeah, it was it was a, a wild success. I think we have what a generous audience to to. Right to 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 put that sort of money into this cause at the expense of also taking home your painting. <laughs> I mean, what an incredible honor! Uh, it was very, it was, and it was wonderful. It was, it was packed all day Saturday. Uh, yeah, Saturday, yeah. and was taking you know people about thirty to fifty at a time through the the gallery, mm. uh, and uh, you know talking, telling the stories behind each of the paintings, and it was just great. So many people came from, drove a long way, you know, didn't and didn't even buy anything, which I was totally fine with. Um, and it, it was it was great. And we should. I've had people a lot of questions so good. from the people who have purchased your paintings, and and the answer is yes. You just have to put it up when Glenn comes over. You don't have to have it up all the time, right? <laughs> just put it up if Glenn's coming over your house. Put up the painting. Be be kind. All right. So Pat, did you uh, uh, did you watch the Olympics at all? I have watched about two minutes of coverage. Maybe. Really? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. 
I haven't watched not a watched darn a second of it. I do know that the women's soccer team oh, lost. Oh, no. Uh, to Canada. Gosh, oh, gosh. Yeah. God, I was it. torn Dang apart it. by that. <laughs> torn apart. They seem like such a lovely group. Uh, don't they? Don't they, though? They do. So patriotic mm-hmm. and, and wonderful and loving and uh, dedicated wonderful. to their sport. They do. Wonderful. You know, I hope wonderful. they got equal pay for that loss. I actually, I, I would have <laughs> liked them to have won. I, mean, I would not have. They're from not. the U.S. I, they're, oh, I really, I'm past that. Are you? Really? Yeah, I'm past yeah, that. Yeah. I've always been past it with soccer because soccer, I want them to lose because the more U.S. soccer teams win, the more I have to watch highlights mm-hmm. on ESPN <laughs> or wherever I'm watching sports. Okay. They treat right. it like it's a real sport. Well, <laughs> then you sure should do. be against Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso's doing that, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's normalizing, normalizing soccer. soccer. Yeah, you're right. He's normalizing you're right. Soccer. I need that's to have wrong. a yeah. I need wrong. a new stance in my life. Anti Ted Lasso seems yeah. like the right thing. Yeah, it does. It don't does. normalize soccer. Don't don't do it. Um, did you see the uh, what was her name that? Uh, uh, oh, you mean the beautiful trans uh, woman, the Victoria's Secret woman? Yeah, she's so mm-hmm. beautiful. She's, she's lovely. What? She's lovely. She's a Victoria. Uh, uh, wait a minute. Hold it. Yeah. <laughs> Or are we talking about the same woman? We're well, t- if she's not, the she shot putter, the yeah. shot putter. Oh, the shot putter. Yeah, no, that's not the trans person. Oh, okay. The weightlifter is the trans person. Okay. What right. is, what Did she win anything? No, what a, she crashed okay. out. Oh darn it! A study development though that a trans weightlifter would excel uh, yeah. enough to get to the Olympics. It seems like right. such a what a, of all the sports. It and seems like a was strict. expected to medal, uh, and so. So happy. Uh, who would go figure that so the happy. person who used to be a man mm-hmm. uh, might have a, a leg up in that competition? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, uh, no reason to change my stance of I'm glad to see the U.S. lose. Um, <laughs> because when they win, that's when you see uh, people like uh, Raven Saunders. Mm. Uh, she was sporting a neon green and purple buzz cut. And she made an X sign with her wrists. Uh, with her wrists up at the podium. She just crossed her arms and made her. And she said uh, later, because everybody said, what the hell does that even mean? And she said, I'm glad you asked. It's the intersection of where all people who are oppressed meet. Mm. That is right at her wrists. Right. Right. Yes. Weird. They That's stand really on weird. her wrist. <laughs> that seems like too many people for yeah. one yeah. set of wrists. And then and then huh. after she decided to twerk. Uh, oh, and yeah. Yeah. it was sexy. That's nice. it was, nice. I can imagine. I wanted to meet on her wrists <laughs> after that. I did. I was like, I think I was oppressed by that. Uh, I don't know how to Jeez. go on. Um, she said, um, t- I just wanted to be me, not to apologize, to show younger people that no matter how many boxes they try to fit you in, you can be all you can and oh, you can accept wow. it. That's people beautiful. tried to tell me not to do tattoos and piercings and all that, oh, but yeah. look at me you now. Look at her now. I'm popping. I'm popping. Mm. Uh, uh-huh. She said she, uh, you know, she's been, she's had a lot of things weighing on her for 22 years mm-hmm. and she was finally able to process it. And uh, she was finally able to separate Raven from the Hulk, which was really um, okay. Wow, good. That's so Raven. Good. That is so Raven. Yeah, That's exactly the type of behavior you'd expect right? from Raven. Yeah, uh-huh. she's a delight. She's a delight. <laughs> you know, I have to tell you, Simone Biles, and you know, I, I'm not going to tear her apart because she's gone through a lot, et cetera, et cetera. But you know, as I was, I was doing these uh, these tours about the painting. One of the paintings that I did was uh, Jesse Owens. And I painted him mm-hmm. so y- your his eyes would follow you in the room. And I have him at the the uh, starting line, 
at the 1936 Berlin Olympics. And don't talk to me about, you know, oh, I've got so many things I'm oppressed. He was oppressed. He was oppressed. He was living in America at a time where he had to use a separate water fountain if he wanted to drink. So half of the population in the United States loved him. The other half didn't love him. When when Hitler uh, invited him uh, and the U.S. to come over for the Berlin Olympics, half of the black community said, you can't do it. You can't you can't go mm-hmm. because you can't support the Hitler government and you can't support the United States government. The other half said you have to go. You have to go because you have to show that a black man is humid human over in Germany because he says you're subhuman. So you have to go. FDR didn't want to meet with Jesse Owens, didn't want to support Jesse Owens. Hitler, he's in the stadium with Hitler staring at him. You want to talk about pressure? Shut up. Talk to Jesse Owens. And what did he do? He won the gold. And then he stood there proudly as the national anthem played. And he came back. That's why he's a hero. He twerked afterward, though. He did twerk. Of course twerk. he twerked. Yeah, he had to twerk. Was, there was twerking Wouldn't have been going. any good if he yeah, didn't twerk yeah, after of course, the there was ceremony. Let me, tell you, let me tell you the same the same story with Jesse Owens. Do you know why he won the gold? Because he was faster. Past than his time, yeah. Mm-hmm. Crossed the finish line yeah, before, the, before other the others. Before the others, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what happens when you, you when turn you, your mics off and turn your headphones on. You're not allowed to listen anymore. Let me just share this with you. OK, um, here's the reason why I won in the long jump uh, is because the guy who he was competing against noticed that Jesse Owens was jumping too soon. And he kind of sneaks over to Jesse's side and he's standing there and he says, uh, hey, uh, listen, um, you're jumping too soon. And Jesse said, what are, you, what are you talking about? He's like, don't look at me. Hitler's looking at me. Don't look at me. Uh, you're jumping too soon. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to saunter over to the, to the pit, and I'm just going to drop my towel where you should jump. And so he does. And this is a German competitor, I believe. For the, Wasn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah he and he puts German. his towel down right where Jesse Owens should jump. Jesse Owens jumps and wins the gold. Mm. It didn't take long for that guy to be sent to the Russian front. Mm. That guy was sent Mm. to the Russian front because he lost to Jesse Owens and he helped Jesse Owens. Jesse Owens and, and he became friends. He was sent to the Russian front. And the last thing he said to Jesse Owens was, please, one thing I ask, please tell my children when this madness is all over. I was not one of them. So don't tell me about your oppression, uh, Hulk Raven. Don't tell me Mm. about your oppression. Well, there was that tattoo thing they had to deal with. Well, yeah, and she was was told not to to pierce, (laughs) you know, and I'm sure that there's a lot of people who are oppressed that were really Mm -hmm. sad to hear that that kind of oppression was going on on her. People don't look at this anymore, but the Nazis were very (laughs) anti-piercing. Very. That was one of the things that people don't even discuss. They don't even discuss. What is that horrid? He rose to that horrid? Yeah, he rose to power based on the (laughs) non-piercing theory. Yeah, he did. Gosh. Oh, we're such crybabies. 
Thank you, Pat. Pat Gray Unleashed, wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let me tell you about Car Shield. Don't know if you've been paying attention the past year or so, but car repairs already expensive have absolutely shot through the roof. And things like the recent computer chip shortage uh, might have a little something to do with that. A repair is going to cost you, unless you have Car Shield. Taking care of covered repairs with CarShield's administrators is incredibly easy. They handle all of the paperwork. They do all of the payments. You don't have to. You don't sit there and wait to be reimbursed. They pay directly. So you could literally end up saving thousands of dollars and have no hassle. Plans from CarShield provide coast-to-coast roadside assistance, rental coverage, and trip reimbursement, all at no additional charge. CarShield has helped over a million drivers, and they can help you. Find out why CarShield cars go further. They'll get you back on track when you're in a pinch, and you're not going to be unhooked to pay thousands. Get coverage today and see why these cars do go further with CarShield.com slash back. CarShield.com slash back. Go there now and save 10%. A deductible may apply at CarShield.com slash back. The Glenn Beck Program. Uh, Stu, you know, I had a busy weekend, but I did, I did see Joe Biden in a meeting. Uh, somebody mm-hmm. handed him a note that says, "Sir, there's something on your chin." Could we, could we play this uh, video? Uh, I'm going to make a brief statement here, and then we'll get to ask the vice president to say a few words, get to some questions, and we'll get down to business. If that's okay, okay with you. Okay. Now he's about to be handed. Uh, you know, uh, one month ago we convened. Uh, the first of what will be a regular presidential briefing on wildfire preparedness. And expand your capacity is through the partnership that we have Handed with the federal and state government. It says um, on it, sir, there is something on your chin. Uh, this, this issue is Reaches ongoing up, looks at it. each year as we have discussed. And then eats it. Worse. No. It affects real people. Oh, <laughs> no. No. than normal. We've had yeah. two and a half times yeah. more acreage burn in a, the last decade than the previous Here's so those you are the obvious concerns and everything you need to fight a fire, we, yeah. we could use your help on. And I think you've been totally on top of this. Okay, and stop. So, yeah, because so, I was going to ask, how did you know it was on the note? But he, of course, holds it up backward to the camera yeah. so you can read it. Yeah. Because Sir, there's something on your chin. <laughs> and then he, he eats it. He doesn't just take it off. Then he looks at it and he's like, "Ooh, yummy and eats it. That was really a repulsive moment. I mean, that really that repul- just, I gotta say that was legitimately that is repulsive. really just gross. Do you remember in Fahrenheit 9-11, I guess the Michael Moore. I didn't see it. Thank goodness. Yeah, really? I thought we talked about it at the time. I thought we did. I maybe have blocked it. From I think my you memory. may have blocked it because we did, I think, go to see it so we could talk about it on the air. But there is one moment where I think it's Paul Wolfowitz. Mm-hmm. And they were, you know, of course, trying to make all the Bush people to be this, these terrible people. And I, if I remember right, he did something like he combed his hair and then like, I think he licked, he licked his hand or something and like put it through the, his hair and then licked his hand again. It was like one of these like set up before an mm-hmm. interview and it was mm-hmm. like a really kind of gross moment. Mm-hmm. Like he was trying to make his hair look good. Mm-hmm. And they, they, I think all of our mothers have done that though. I mean, look, it's people do gross things. I mean, mm-hmm. I, you know, look, yeah, I don't, but you don't take something off your face, look at it and then eat it. I've not, I don't I mean, I've done a lot of gross things. Don't think I've ever done that. one. No, uh-uh. I don't think so. Uh-uh. I can't think. I of mean, what I the have right... tried to, you know, I've dropped spaghetti on my shirt and then tried to suck the sauce out of the. Of course, sure. everyone's done that. <laughs> uh, it's not even in the same category. <laughs> right. But like if you had something on like the corner, <laughs> if you had something on like the corner of your mouth. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. And you kind of you, you maybe feel it. 
mm-hmm. you could you could go a couple different directions. You could kind of brush it off, or you could kind of brush it in. Brush it in. <laughs> like if it's an M&M. I'd brush it off. If it's an M&M crumb, you just had ice cream, M&M toppings, little chunk of M&M, corner of your mouth. I think the timeline is different, too. Like, if it's 40 minutes later, you're brushing it off. If it's two minutes later, you're just eating it. Yeah, if you're still sitting there with the ice cream and somebody's like, Glenn, you got some ice cream. Yeah, you're brushing it into your you're mouth. You're brushing it into your mouth. But now, it, this guy's done an entire briefing on fires yeah. across the country. And he's walked to the... I mean, it does. he's not there quickly, I don't think. No. He's doing... He's in the middle of a conference and it and if you see the close-up of it it looks like uh, either pudding or egg or something oh, oh, no. so ugly so ugly. that's another line solid versus liquid is a big line i think there like if you have a liquidy egg you you can't be putting that in your mouth now if it's a no I if th- it's a cracker crumb it's a it's better than an egg an egg yolk <laughs> Are you? Uh, I just try do to you have a, Do you have a list of? I do have the acceptable things and when it's acceptable to put it in your mouth. I've got twenty five minutes on Studios of right. tonight, <laughs> and I want people to check it out. <laughs> it's sort of the continuum of risk yeah. when it comes to what food is on your mouth. What, you know, what do you? What comes in? What goes I out? I read. I read the headline of this, and I was like, whatever. And then I later saw the video, and I'm like, oh, oh. man, that is. T- Oof. It's one of these days where it's better to be listening to the radio. Yeah, I mean, you, know, I you don't have to see it. minute evoked after that. Please, please. <laughs> As I said, there's just too much important news stuff to talk about today. We can't talk about your paintings from this weekend. <laughs>